Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petalides, live on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. We're watching Verizon selling off today after its earnings. Here to discuss the report, Jeff Hagen is with us, technology industry analyst and columnist, rcrwireless.com. Jeff, thanks for being here. We recently had a great conversation with the investor relations head of AT&T. Um, we've seen T-Mobile leading the way in 5G. Verizon, in the meantime, seems to be struggling. Tell me a little bit about what's going on here and what you think is behind the sell-off. Is there a bigger story that we should be worried about? There's always a bigger story. You know, in, in wireless, wireless remains an important growth industry. It has been for decades, and it's going to continue to be for decades going forward. But that doesn't mean that every player and every company is going to be a winner. Um, some are going to be struggling, and some go through these periods of time where they grow and they don't. You know, Verizon is one of the most important wireless carriers, but they're struggling right now. Um, they've been struggling for the past several years, and it's only matters are worse today because of the economy. You know, Verizon has always put themselves out into the marketplace as the premier network, uh, but today T-Mobile has as good a network, and AT&T does as well. So, so Verizon's positioning um, is not making as much sense to the user, and the user today is looking, with, with the weak economy, is looking to save money. Verizon is the most expensive player in the marketplace. So because of the economy, because things don't look like they're gonna get much better in the next few years, I think Verizon really needs to focus on changing their marketing um, if they want to remain a powerful player going forward. You know, we've seen players in the past, powerful players fold up. We don't want to see that happen to Verizon. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Verizon. Verizon is a strong company. Everything is 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 still rocking and rolling over there. However, the trend is not in the right direction. Well, the past three quarters have shown losses, and that's disturbing, especially since AT&T, which has also shown losses, um, is now for the first time showing gains. And, and T-Mobile has been showing gains for years. So you know, Verizon seems to be the only one in the marketplace of those three players that is showing this loss. But we have a weak economy. We have increased competition um, from AT&T, from T-Mobile. We've got you know, the, the, the good networks, so Verizon is no longer the best network, and the marketplace is changing. There's new competitors with a lot of new, a lot of new offerings, and 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 the lower priced offerings. So there's a lot that's changing. Doesn't mean it's all it's irre, it's irreparable for Verizon. Verizon can fix it. They can turn the ship around, and I I think they will. Um, but that's the new marketplace. The new marketplace dynamic is different than it has been in the past. So there's a new challenge. And there's a new opportunity, and it really depends on what they do next, whether or not they recover, because the, their growth wave has slowed. It's cresting. Question is, what's next for Verizon? Is it going to lose its edge? Is it going to start downward, or is it going to regroup and start their growth wave all over again? We don't know today, but this is this is this is at the critical moment for Verizon to make the right choices going forward. Right, and you made the point that it, they will. You you seem to still believe in Verizon, I guess, in the longer term. In the meantime, AT&T, for example, had a very good third quarter. They beat, uh, they raised. Um, they're all dividend payers, which people love. I mean, there's even talk about when AT&T may raise the dividend, right? He, you know, the, the uh, gentleman I was speaking with, Amir Razwadowski, who I'm sure you've heard of, um, he, he was talking about the cushion 
cushion and the ample money they have that they could at some point raise the dividend. He didn't say when or that they were doing that, but um, things seem to be going in the right direction. The part that worries me about Verizon is they talk about inflationary um, situation, which all these companies are facing, losing maybe some pricing power, but also that people are switching, that customers are actually switching to AT&T and others. Um, that's problematic. How do you get them back? That's the issue that I see with Verizon. That's the issue that I've seen in the past few years. They're sort of tone deaf. They seem to think that they have the best network and they seem to think everything is fine going forward. And they seem to think that they're going to catch the knife before it falls, before it hits the ground. And and um, they, they seem to have a positive attitude. And I like the positive attitude. I just don't know if they're blind to the reality that they are at a critical moment in their history that either going forward is either going to be up or down. They're at a junction right now and they need to make the right moves with marketing and messaging. They've got to win. Think about the companies that are really the, the growth companies, the, you know, the apples you know, of, of the world. They they connect with the customer on an emotional basis. They, they, they provide services that customers want. Customers love them. And Verizon is just not that 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 company. They've struggled over the past decade, really. You know, they moved in with Yahoo and AOL, and they moved in that direction. Now they weren't the only ones. AT and T also screwed up by moving, you know, into Warner Media with CNN and 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 Directv and all the rest of that, and, and Time Warner Studios, Warner Brothers Studios. They're they're both refocusing on the 5G opportunity going forward, which is huge. And if they can do that, and if they can not only supply you know, handsets and services to consumers and to the business services side, but if they can also help other businesses become 5G, use 5G in their competitive marketplaces, there's an enormous growth opportunity, an enormous growth wave going forward over the next decade if Verizon understands that they need to change their marketing and change their focus. I don't know if they know that yet. Right. You know, let me ask you this here. As we take a look, you, you were talking about 5G, and that seems to certainly be all the chatter. That's what we talk about all the time. Um, another real focus of AT&T was fiber. Um, you know, it was 5G and fiber um, in order to get everybody the amount of bandwidth they want, the fast performance that they want for their computers and downloads and things like that. Um, how important is that? And which ones are buys? I mean, are, which ones are buys in your mind? I know you're not, you know, putting out ratings per se, but which ones would you say you would put some, some of your eggs in the basket for? Well, you know, if you look at the companies that are the players right now, the, the telephone companies, the companies that started out as telephone companies that are wireless and also fiber players. But but every wireless company needs needs fiber because the wireless connection is only wireless between your handset and then first tower. Once it gets on the tower, it's on a wireline network, on a fiber network across the country, across the world, wherever it goes. So, you know, the, the fiber network is important for... Um, for businesses, for consumers, for, for everything. So, you know, that's an important advantage that they have, that all the, that, that AT&T and, and Verizon both have, if they are heading in that direction, if they're going to take advantage of that. Which which companies, you know, are, are, are the best providers? I, I jotted down a bunch of, of names. I was thinking about it. You know, you've got... Qualcomm, which is one of the biggest names in the industry, they're one of the powerhouses um, that that supply the the, the the equipment and the networks. Same with, with Huawei and Ericsson and Nokia, Betacom, Core Network Services. You got Xfinity, 
Charter, Altice, these are companies that are showing growth on the wireless side and on their traditional television side. You've got a lot of players, large and small. Wireless is going to continue to be a growth industry going forward. It's one of the most important spaces for every slice of the business pie going forward. And that means there's an enormous opportunities but it also means there's enormous challenges because once you're on the top, you've got to stay there. And we've all seen how companies that were on the top, like BlackBerry, you know, think about uh, the companies that were were, were top of, of, of mind a decade ago. As soon as Apple iPhone came out, as soon as Google Android came out, boom, they were they were gone. They were at the bottom of the list. So things can change in an instant. And, and companies have to be wary of that. They can't be blind to the fact that their world can change overnight just in, in the snap of a finger. So there's a lot of really good, powerful companies that are out there. There are a lot of small companies that I talk with all the time that try to get on my radar that are really, I think, important companies going forward that nobody's ever heard of. And these are companies that might be leaders going forward. We don't know. But either way, we have to remember, even though some companies are struggling, wireless remains one of the most important sectors, one of the most growth industries going forward. It's huge. Jeff Kagan, thank you. Technology yeah. industry analyst, rcrwireless.com. Nice to see you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Nice to see you too.